chapters 7 to 12 of Book 7 of History of Animals by Aristotle. Translated by Darcy Wentworth Thompson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. 7. In the emission of sperm there is a preliminary discharge of air, and the outflow is manifestly caused by a blast of air, for nothing is cast to a distance save by pneumatic pressure. After the seed reaches the womb and remains there for a while, a membrane forms around it, for when it happens to escape, before it is distinctly formed, it looks like an egg enveloped in its membrane after removal of the eggshell, and the membrane is full of veins. All animals whatsoever, whether they fly or swim, or walk upon dry land, whether they bring forth their young alive, or in the egg, develop in the same way, save only that some have the navel attached to the womb, namely the viviparous animals, and some have it attached to the egg, and some to both parts alike, as in a certain sort of fishes. And in some cases membranous envelopes surround the egg, and in other cases the chorion surrounds it. And, first of all, the animal develops within the innermost envelope, and then another membrane appears around the former one, which latter is for the most part attached to the womb, but is in part separated from it and contains fluid. In between is a watery or sanguineous fluid, which the womenfolk call the forewanners. 8. All animals, or all such as have a navel, grow by the navel, and the navel is attached to the cotyledon in all such as possess cotyledons, and to the womb itself by a vein in all such as have the womb smooth. And as regards their shape within the womb, the four-footed animals all lie stretched out, and the footless animals lie on their sides, as, for instance, fishes, but two-legged animals lie in a bent position, as, for instance, birds, and human embryos lie bent, with nose between the knees and eyes upon the knees, and the ears free at the sides. All animals alike have the head upwards to begin with, but as they grow and approach the term of egress from the womb they turn downwards, and birth in the natural course of things takes place in all animals' head foremost. But in abnormal cases it may take place in a bent position or feet foremost. The young of quadrupeds, when they are near their full time, contain excrements, both liquid and in the form of solid lumps, the latter in the lower part of the bowel, and the urine in the bladder. In those animals that have cotyledons in the womb, the cotyledons grow less as the embryo grows bigger, and at length they disappear altogether. The navel string is a sheath wrapped about blood vessels, which have their origin in the womb, from the cotyledons in those animals which possess them, and from a blood vessel in those which do not. In the larger animals, such as the embryos of oxen, the vessels are four in number, and in smaller animals two. In the very little ones, such as fowls, one vessel only. Of the four vessels that run into the embryo, 
two pass through the liver, where the so-called gates or porti are, running in the direction of the great vein, and the other two run in the direction of the aorta towards the point where it divides and becomes two vessels instead of one. Around each pair of blood vessels are membranes, and surrounding these membranes is the navel string itself, after the manner of a sheath. And as the embryo grows, the veins themselves tend more and more to dwindle in size. And also, as the embryo matures, it comes down into the hollow of the womb, and is observed to move here, and sometimes rolls over in the vicinity of the groin. 9. When women are in labor, their pains determine towards many diverse parts of the body, and in most cases to one or other of the thighs. Those are the quickest to be delivered who experience severe pains in the region of the belly, and parturition is difficult in those who begin by suffering pain in the loins, and speedy when the pain is abdominal. If the child about to be born be a male, the preliminary flood is watery and pale in color, but if a girl, it is tinged with blood, though still watery. In some cases of labor, these latter phenomena do not occur, either one way or the other. In other animals, parturition is unaccompanied by pain, and the dam is plainly seen to suffer, but moderate inconvenience. In women, however, the pains are more severe, and this is especially the case in persons of sedentary habits, and in those who are weak-chested and short of breath. Labor is apt to be especially difficult if during the process the woman, while exerting force with her breath, fails to hold it in. First of all, when the embryo starts to move and the membranes burst, there issues forth the watery flood. Then afterwards comes the embryo, while the womb everts and the afterbirth comes out from within. 10. The cutting of the navel string, which is the nurse's duty, is a matter calling for no little care and skill. For not only, in cases of difficult labor, must she be able to render assistance with skillful hand, but she must also have her wits about her in all contingencies, and especially in the operation of tying the cord. For if the afterbirth have come away, the navel is ligatured off from the afterbirth with a woolen thread and is then cut above the ligature, and at the place where it has been tied it heals up, and the remaining portion drops off. If the ligature come loose, the child dies from loss of blood. But if the afterbirth has not yet come away, but remains after the child itself is extruded, it is cut away within, after the ligaturing of the cord. It often happens that the child appears to have been born dead, when it is merely weak, and when, before the umbilical cord has been ligatured, the blood has run out into the cord and its surroundings. But experienced midwives have been known to squeeze back the blood into the child's body from the cord, and immediately the child, that a moment before was bloodless, came back to life again. It is the natural rule, as we have mentioned above, for all animals to come into the world hand foremost, and children, moreover, have their hands stretched out by their sides. And the child gives a cry and puts its hands up to its mouth as soon as it issues forth. 
Moreover, the child voids excrement sometimes at once, sometimes a little later, but in all cases during the first day. And this excrement is unduly copious in comparison with the size of the child. It is what the midwives call the meconium or poppy juice. In color it resembles blood, extremely dark and pitch-like, but later on it becomes milky, for the child takes at once to the breast. Before birth the child makes no sound, even though in difficult labor it put forth its hand while the rest of the body remains within. In cases where flooding takes place rather before its time, it is apt to be followed by difficult parturition. But if discharge take place after birth in small quantity, and in cases where it only takes place at the beginning and does not continue till the fortieth day, then in such cases women make a better recovery and are the sooner ready to conceive again. Until the child is forty days old it neither laughs nor weeps during waking hours, but of nights it sometimes does both, and for the most part it does not even notice being tickled, but passes most of its time in sleep. As it keeps on growing it gets more and more wakeful, and moreover it shows signs of dreaming, though it is long afterwards before it remembers what it dreams. In other animals there is no contrasting difference between one bone and another, but all are properly formed. But in children the front part of the head is soft and late of ossifying, and, by the way, some animals are born with teeth, but children begin to cut their teeth in the seventh month, and the front teeth are the first to come through, sometimes the upper and sometimes the lower ones, and the warmer the nurse's milk, so much the quicker are the children's teeth to come. 11. After parturition and the cleansing flood, the milk comes in plenty, and in some women it flows not only from the nipples but at diverse parts of the breasts, and in some cases even from the armpits, and for some time afterwards there continue to be certain indurated parts of the breast called strangolides or knots, which occur when it so happens that the moisture is not concocted, or when it finds no outlet but accumulates within. For the whole breast is so spongy that if a woman in drinking happen to swallow a hair, she gets a pain in her breast, which ailment is called trichia, and the pain lasts till the hair either find its own way out or be sucked out with the milk. Women continue to have milk until their next conception, and then the milk stops coming and goes dry, alike in the human species and in the quadrupedal vivipara. So long as there is a flow of milk the menstrual purgations do not take place, at least as a general rule, though the discharge has been known to occur during the period of suckling. For, speaking generally, a determination of moisture does not take place at one and the same time in several directions, as, for instance, the menstrual purgations tend to be scanty in persons suffering from hemorrhoids and in some women the like happens owing to their suffering from varices, when the fluids issue from the pelvic region before entering into the womb, and patients who, during suppression of the menses, happen to vomit blood, are no whit the worse. 12. Children are very commonly subject to convulsions. 
more especially such of them as are more than ordinarily well-nourished on rich or unusually plentiful milk from a stout nurse. Wine is bad for infants, in that it tends to excite this malady, and red wine is worse than white, especially when taken undiluted, and most things that tend to induce flatulency are also bad, and constipation too is prejudicial. The majority of deaths in infancy occur before the child is a week old. Hence it is customary to name the child at that age, from a belief that it has now a better chance of survival. This malady is worst at the full of the moon, and by the way it is a dangerous symptom when the spasms begin in the child's back. End of chapter 12 and end of book 7